Hey guys, I'm Norman. And I'm Cassandra. If you enjoy this show, and we hope you do, consider checking out Second Breakfast, our weekend edition podcast exclusively for Patreon supporters. Where we discuss things mostly related to Lord of the Rings, including cast filmographies, The Silmarillion, and much more. For $5 a month, you'll get access to this and other Patreon-exclusive Dueling Genre content. Head over to DuelingGenre.com support to find out more, and thank you very much for listening. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one burning village at a time. Oh, no. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we'll be talking about Minute 23, which starts with uh, Saruman saying, It will begin with Rohan, and ends with uh, the two children, Aethane and Freyda, watching the village burn from a distance away on their horse. Yeah. Uh, so this is, a, this is a minute with some deja vu. A little bit. Not like last, not like Monday. Not like Monday. Uh, because this is more subtle deja vu, for one. Because this this burning village is the burning village we see in the Mirror uh, the mirror of Galadriel scene. Mm-hmm. The shot, like, really specifically that's noticeable is just before this end of the, the end of this minute, the woman running at the camera away from the Urukai. And I have several notes about this village. Okay. So, first of all, this burning village scene with all these extras was shot... Uh, by Jeff Murphy, one of the second unit directors. Most of the wild men are just played by uh, lo- local motorcycle club members in New Zealand. So the wild men are bikers. Okay. That's why they all already have the wild beards and big hair, you know, <laughs> as you do. And you mentioned the guy had gross teeth yesterday, mm-hmm. which this is a note. They, they made dentures for every single wild man. Wow. Because they didn't know what shots they were going to use. Right. So everyone had a set of dentures to make their teeth absolutely disgusting. And they really set fire to the set. (laughs) And the extras, these motorcycle club members, got really into it. And and so did some of the Urukai extras. And they were, like, bashing stuff, breaking props, throwing them into the fire. Oh, my God. And some of the Weta guys on set were like, no, 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 please don't, no. But like the director just kept filming. Jeff Murphy's just like, oh no, this is all great. We're just gonna, we're just, we're just letting this happen. Oh no! Because like they get real into it. Like everyone who's working this day gets really into this. Burninating the countryside. And they were really worried that someone was gonna get hurt because a lot of people were really close to that main hut that's on fire. Yeah. And they said they just were letting the camera roll for a little while. Someone just let the camera roll watching the whole thing burn to see if there was anything extra they were going to use, I guess. Mm -hmm. And someone's pretty close to it at one point when, like, part of the roof, like, lets go and there's a huge gout of flame out of the top, which you can see in the footage here. There's the big gout of flame that kind of comes out of nowhere at one Mm -hmm. point. I think it's awesome that they burned this set for real. Like, all right, we've got, we got one shot at this, guys. Yeah. Uh, Most of the huts in the background are digitally added. They're just kind of, they're computer elements. But all the, like, foreground stuff and the stuff that you see stuff people, that's on fire. like, interacting with. Some of the stuff in the background is, like, smoking and on fire, too, but it's digital. Okay. Uh, but all this foreground stuff, they just set this little village on fire. <laughs> because, like, they had to clear the set anyway. And where you got to film a burning village set. So, 
We're just going to destroy it and then clean up the remains when we're done. Instead of having to just take everything down. Yeah. And I think it was it was last week I mentioned that there's only a handful of stuff, a handful of lines in the movie and a whole across a whole trilogy that aren't ADR'd, that aren't dubbed afterwards in a studio. Mm-hmm. The mother and the little girl are not ADR. Those are the voice recordings they got on the day of filming because they never felt like they got another performance out of the little girl that plays Freda mm-hmm. that comes anywhere near what they got on the day. So they edited whatever they had to around they it to it make it work. Much. Yeah. So it's one of very, very few sets of lines in the movies that weren't uh, re-recorded in ADR. This little girl breaks my heart every single I time I watch this freaking movie. I, like, tear up watching her as soon as she starts crying. Because I'm like, oh no, oh honey, no. Like, <laughs> it's so sad. Right? And, like, this this poor little boy is just, like, trying to, like, keep it together with his little mm-hmm. sister in front of him. The mother, the woman that plays the mother in this is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her name is Morwen, although she's not named in the movie. The character's name, yeah, not the actress. The, the yeah. character's name. I don't, I don't know the actress's name off the top of my head. But the character's name is Morwen. This is in the theatrical, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I feel like this yeah, is... I'm pretty sure this is in the theatrical. I feel like this is the most impactful, like, oh, this character might be dead thing that I've seen in these movies, because obviously the stars of the movies, minus Sean Bean. Um, <laughs> They're safe. Maybe, yeah, maybe Gandalf, but like, at least in this movie, because we'll have like, oh, Mary and Pippin might be dead in a couple weeks. Yeah. So I feel like this moment where like the kids ride away and like... They might never see their mother again. It's really effective. But I'm really glad that they, like, follow up with them. Like, Mm. they could have just been like, oh, yeah, these kids never see their mother again. It's terrible. Yeah, we could have never seen anything, like, beyond this. Yeah, like, oh, it's a casualty of war. Like, like, because these kids riding to... um, To Edoras. Edoras. I was trying to think of... It's Medusel is the name of the Is the hall, hall. yeah. Uh, These kids riding to Edoras is, like, pure plot. Yeah. Like... Someone's got to tell the king so he can do king stuff mm-hmm. about it. But it's really... I like that they follow up with it. Yeah. Also, it's real convenient that they don't make it to Edoras until after Gandalf has cleared Theoden's oh, curse. Right? Like, <laughs> like you're supposed You're supposed to, like, be faster on this horse. But, like, also the poor kid is, like, falling out of the saddle. Right, like, the first thing Freyda says is, you know, this this horse is too big for Aethan. Mm-hmm. He can't ride it. Yeah. You know, she said, father said that this, this horse is too big for him or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And where's their dad? Probably dead. Yeah. I mean. Either that or he's like one of the Rohirrim. Yeah, maybe. Like, do they conscript people? Like, are they just in the army? Because like all the, the whole point of uh, Helm's Deep is that there aren't people here to fight. So like, like maybe their father is with Amor. Hmm. You know? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Because all the able-bodied men are gone. And so many are dying. Yeah. Fighting Urukai, being yeah. ambushed. Yeah. The um the actress's name that plays Mormon is Robin Malcolm. Mm-hmm. And not only like does she give a really solid performance in this minute, but the the makeup and just like the look of her face in general, just like how she looks, is like she looks like a peasant. She doesn't look like she's like nobility. Right. She's not like yeah. 
incredibly like just oh my god this person is beautiful and of noble blood but like she is a, a beautiful woman and it really i think it helps a lot of this come across because she's very expressive yeah but she also doesn't look like she belongs among the royal family like they, right. they did a good job in casting this minor role yeah because basically it's like a featured extra right no the the emotion in those lines between her and the little girl are oh so my good god. like I'm, I'm i'm amazed i'm amazed that little girl is crying so convincingly and is still like pretty understandable Mm -hmm. like as a small child yeah you know she can't be any older than like 10 at most yeah probably is like seven or eight Uh, and the the boy looks like he's like 12 at like the most yeah so sad and the next time we see him he falls off that horse yep god so sad it is really sad i i think it's really cool that it's like one of the handful of lines that were just nailed so perfectly on set that they didn't adr them Mm -hmm are these two like featured extras mm-hmm. like that's that's a really cool little thing yeah for me she's like they did such a good job but yeah what it was annoyed at all the random props that got destroyed that they were gonna reuse <laughs> richard taylor wasn't happy about it <laughs> that's so that is really funny but like also, like random like stools and chairs right and, like it's like oh we gotta use oh uh, and like tools yeah like blankets, just it's like, oh, go. That was fifty bucks. Oh. Uh, oh, that was that took like four hours to make. Oh my god, uh, just that was handcrafted. No, it's all handcrafted. No, I know. Uh, like, everything was handcrafted. That was made by a local artisan, right? Like, just oh, that's an antique that belongs to somebody. Oh, no. I'm just imagining, like Richard Taylor, like trying to like rescue things from the aftermath like no <laughs> yeah he's just got stuff like like pieces of wood in his car just, <laughs> just trying to repair them because <laughs> like, they, they got one shot at this <laughs> i always i always love the stories of like sets that need to be destroyed like as part of the filming or like things that you're only going to be able to do once it's like i hope we get this right like all the car crashes in the blues brothers mm-hmm. The mall chase in that movie. It's yeah. just like, we got one shot that at this, whole guys. Movie. Yeah, the whole movie. It's just like, <laughs> we have one shot to get this right, so it better look good. It better look good. You know, okay, so you know the Amphora salesman at the beginning of Hercules, when Hercules, like, catches the discus and then the, the columns are falling? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Richard Taylor on set. <laughs> trying, trying to, to like, catch all the bases. Save all, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then he's finally got him in that yep. smash. Yep, yep. Someone just takes him out of his hand and throws her back in the right. fire. One of these wild you don't men need just, this. One of these wild men just walks up to him, staring him right in the face, just takes the chair away. Cracks it over his knee and tosses it, and Richard Taylor's just like, no. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm sure that was a fun day to be an extra. Yeah. You get to it's burn a, a village. Yeah, you get to burn a village down. Like, just, just put that on your resume. You know, brandish this axe at random peasants running Ra- away from other me. Other extras. Other extras running away from me. Oh, that's funny. Just smacking other extras with sticks. It's a good day. It's a good day to be a, be a bad guy extra. <laughs> Do some fun stuff. So, thank you for joining us. Make sure you check out the other Dueling Genre Movies by Minute podcasts. We've got quite a few of them now. There's Harry Potter Minute with Gary and Victoria, mm-hmm. Cornetto Minute with Scott and Nick. There's a Jay and Silent Bob Minute. 
there's a Rocky minute. So there's a there's a kind of movie for everybody. Yeah. Have a great Wednesday, and we'll be back tomorrow. Bye. Bye.